0: This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. What I'm about to tell you is not another conspiracy theory. That is, the U.S. government is working hard to destabilize America. Although while it's certainly not far-fetched to suggest that the government might be engaged in nefarious activities that run counter to the best interests of the American people, doing so will likely brand me a domestic terrorist under the FBI's new classification system. Observe for yourself what's happening right before your eyes. Domestic terrorism fueled by government entrapment schemes. Civil unrest stoked to dangerous levels by polarizing political rhetoric. A growing intolerance for dissent that challenges the government's power grabs. Police brutality tacitly encouraged by the executive branch, conveniently overlooked by the legislatures, and granted qualified immunity by the courts. A weakening economy exasperated by government schemes that favor none but a select few, the millionaires and the billionaires and overt embrace of domestic surveillance tactics if Congress goes along with the Trump administration's request to permanently reauthorize the NSA's deactivated call records program. Heightened foreign tensions and blowback due to the military-industrial complex, profit driven quest to police and occupy the globe. As you can see, the seeds of chaos are being sown, and it's the U.S. government that will reap the harvest. Mark my words. There's trouble brewing. Big trouble. Better yet, take a look at Mega Cities, Urban Future, The Emerging Complexity, which is a Pentagon training video created by the Army for U.S. Special Operations Command. This training video says a lot about the government's mindset, the way it views the American people, and the so-called problems that the government must be prepared to address in the near future through the use of martial law, believe it or not. Even more troubling, however, is what this military video doesn't say about the Constitution, about the rights of the American people, and about the dangers of locking down the nation and using the military to address political and social problems. The training video anticipates that all hell will break loose by 2030. That's barely a 10 short years away. And that means the future is either here or it's ahead of schedule. And folks, it looks like to me it's ahead of schedule. We're already witnessing... In fact, a breakdown of society on virtually every front. By waging endless wars abroad, by bringing the instruments of war home, by transforming police into extensions of the military, local police, by turning a free society into a suspect society, by treating American citizens like enemy combatants, by discouraging and criminalizing a free exchange of ideas, by making violence its calling card through SWAT team raids and militarized police, by fomenting division and strife among the people. By acclimating the American people to the sights and sounds of war and by generally making peaceful revolution all but impossible, the government has engineered an environment in which domestic violence is becoming almost inevitable. The dangerous signs are screaming out a message. The government is anticipating trouble, and read that to mean civil unrest, which is a code for anything that challenges the government's authority, wealth, and power. According to the Pentagon's training video created by the Army for the U.S. Special Operations Command, the U.S. government is grooming its armed forces to solve future domestic, political, and social problems. What they're really talking about is martial law packaged as a well-meaning and overriding concern for the nation's security. This chilling five-minute training video paints an ominous picture of the future, a future the military is preparing for, bedeviled by, and these are quotes from the video, criminal networks, substandard infrastructure, religious and ethnic tensions, impoverishment, slums, open landfills, overburdened sewers, a growing mass of unemployed, and an urban landscape in which the prosperous economic elite must be protected from impoverished non-combatants. In other words, we the people. And who are these non-combatants again? A military term that refers to civilians who are not engaged in fighting. They are, according to the Pentagon, the adversaries. They are the threats. They are the enemy. They are the people who don't support the government completely, people who live in fast-growing urban communities, people who may be less well-off economically than the government and corporate elite, people who engage in protests, protected by the Constitution, supposedly, people who are unemployed, people who engage in crime, in keeping with the government's fast-growing, overly broad definition of what constitutes a crime. In other words, in America today, anybody can be a criminal. So, in the eyes of the U.S. military, non-combatants are American citizens, also known as domestic terrorists, also known as enemy combatants, who must be identified, targeted, detained, contained, and if necessary, completely and aggressively eliminated. If you haven't figured it out already, we the people are the have-nots. Suddenly it all makes sense. The events of recent years, the invasive surveillance, the extremism reports, the civil unrest, the protests the mass shootings the bombings the military exercises and active shooter drills the color-coded alerts and threat assessments the fusion centers the transformation of local police into extensions of the military the disp- distribution of military equipment and weapons to local police forces the government's databases containing the names of so-called dissidents and potential troublemakers the government This government is systematically locking down the nation and shifting us into martial law. Mind you, by government, I'm not referring to the highly partisan two-party bureaucracy of the Republicans and Democrats. I'm referring to government with a capital G, the entrenched deep state that's unaffected by elections, unaltered by populist movements, and has set itself beyond the reach of law. I'm referring to the corporatized, militarized, and trans bureaucracy that is fully operational and staffed by unelected officials who are, in essence, running America and calling the shots in Washington, D.C., no matter who sits in the White House. So, be warned. In the future envisioned by the government, we will not be viewed as Republicans or Democrats. Rather, we the people will be the enemies of the state. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, we're already enemies of the state. All of us are. Do you want to change things? Start by rejecting the political labels and the polarizing rhetoric and the us versus them tactics that reduce the mass power of the populace to puny, powerless factions. Find common ground with your fellow citizens, your neighbors, and push back against the government's brutality, inhumanity, greed, corruption, and power grabs and violence. Be dangerous in the best possible way, by thinking of yourself, by refusing to be silenced, by choosing sensible solutions over political expediency and bureaucracy. When all is said and done, the solution to what ails this country is really not that complicated. Decency, compassion, common sense, generosity, balanced by fiscal responsibility, fairness, a commitment to freedom principles, and a firm rejection of the craven partisan politics of the beltway elites, who have laid the groundwork for the government's authoritarian coup d'etat. Folks, let the revolution begin. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.